You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. <laughs> wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Last night was Ramos Jizz. A Jizz. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you can. <laughs> My SEAL Team 6 with the SEAL Team 12. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. I thought you'd get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The Los Cuatro Chinetes are back in the studio. It is a new week, new topic. Uh, we are fortunate enough to have a guest. I don't know if we're fortunate enough because of the guest we have, but we're fortunate enough to have a guest. Uh, but the guest in question is a little sus. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, we we have the flashback in the house. This is two, three. Is this the fourth time? Third yep. time? Fourth time. Fourth. That you have been on the show. You were on the show twice in season two, once with the Great Chicken Sandwich Debate which we recorded twice. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> and then the Halloween special, which you brought to the table. And then, of course, you were on our 100th episode celebrating with us that we had made that milestone. And you are back here in season three. And uh, we have another banger today, ladies and gentlemen. So the flash is here. Yeah, just what, just huh? to be clear, to, yes. to, to check your math, that's five times, right? No. Math is math, and I can count. At least one of us can. You mean actually this recorded episodes? This will be her fifth time. Oh, I'm talking yeah, recorded yeah. episodes because nobody gives a fuck about an unrecorded episode, but thanks. Oh, but she did. No. <laughs> She's trying to whittle her way in into every episode, but we're not letting that happen. I digress. So, as always, before we start, ladies and gentlemen, how is everybody doing today? That's a stupid ass question, and I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> He's got some snakes to go take care of. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to bring something? You invited me. That's right. <laughs> well, it's going to be a good one, obviously. If that's any in indicator. Uh, I'm glad everybody's here. Obviously, we are up against a time crunch situation, so we want to be respective of that. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Flash, as a guest, you know how this works. This is your fourth, nay, fifth time on the show. So what are you drinking today? For my fifth time, I'm drinking a frozen Brazilian lemonade. So that's five times drinking a Brazilian lemonade? Well, this is my honorary fifth drink. Uh, so not the fifth time drinking that drink. I'm being Mac in this situation because this is what he would do based on what you said. Grammatically correct. We already have a Mac doing Mac. I, I don't know that we need two we, Macs. We, okay. we really don't even want the first Mac. That's not true. We sure most sure. Two of them. Not that we just want him. We need him. You know who wouldn't do this to me? Fancy Ace. He wouldn't do That's this true. to me. Yeah. Just make a call, motherfucker. Out. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Ace scared you more. Okay. He's like, I got other shit I can do. You All need right. me. So you're doing a Brazilian wax. Wait, what, what are you drinking again? A frozen Brazilian lemonade. Lemonade, that's right. I helped you make it. I, I feel yes. like I should know that. You should uh, have. And, and we know what's in that, right? It's Brazilian lemonade, which is a homemade concoction off a recipe that I made. And yes. I froze it into ice cubes. So you basically blended that up with tequila and a little heavy cream. Yes. 
and made what in essence looked like fucking ice cream when we were done soft serve yeah thank <laughs> you for again. mansplaining my drink did by you the way. just yeah. mansplain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you live in my house i already have to do everything else for you <laughs> it's amazing how you throw your voice like that flash and get oh. it so deep Oh, to be an empty nester. <laughs> Jesus. I hear you, bro. I, I, it was two glorious years. <laughs> two glorious, yeah. glorious years. And then womp, womp, And then womp, here you womp. are. You're going to be so lost when I move out. You're not going to be able to do it yourself. Have, let's no find idea. out. You have no idea how untrue that statement is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make you. Flash, I, I love you. I love you like you're, you know, I think we all love each other's kids like they're our, our own kids. But I'm telling you, you have no idea how untrue that statement is. <laughs> Lost is like the furthest thing that's going. He's going to be celebrating, walking around naked. Yes, in my house. Yes, naked, <laughs> naked cartwheels. What's up? Uh, all right, so let's move on. Haas, obviously, we'll jump to you since you wanted to chime in. What are you drinking today, brother? I know you got an important I, uh, day tomorrow, so I'm curious what you're I having do, today. I do have an important day tomorrow. Uh, I didn't want to get too stupid or silly, so I figured if I pulled this out, I wouldn't get silly or stupid because there's not much left of it, and. With Flash's uh, fifth appearance with us, I thought I'd pull out the uh, the Angel's Envy and nice. pour a uh, nice. pour a dice because there's not much left. So you know, I won't I won't be stupid. I won't I won't uh, pour I, something. I like yeah. like almost a fourth of the bottle left. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not yeah, but, much. But <laughs> when when these are your pours, <laughs> it's not much left. There's one more pour left in that bottle. I love how we're also pretending like there isn't a bottle of something else in that house. Somewhere. Just waiting in the wings. <laughs> oh, probably right underneath his, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably in the, in the prison wallet. As we, hear his, yeah, as we hear his foot knock over a bottle. That's right. I have no idea what you're talking about. He keeps it keistered, so it's always close. Yeah. You just see. Well, you have to be careful, though. And that's the, that's the beauty of this bottle. So you can keister it, and this doesn't get too warm. Right, because you can keep through the long neck. So you well, I mean, it depends about, on how deep you get. Yeah, but but even even with a with, with a with a good solid deep firm keister, it's still it's not gonna it's not gonna warm up the booze, which is which is great because you don't want it to be body temperature, right? You want it to be at most. You want it to be room temperature. Hold on. Say with it with a deep firm keister. Get that on a t-shirt. Deep firm keister. All right. Can I get that on a shirt? Yes, yes. as a matter of fact, you can. Let's <laughs> go right. into the intro. Yes, let's let's move this one along. <laughs> Grinch, uh, brother, what did you bring to the table for our guest-related show today? Uh, on the back of that, you know, I've I've had this liqueur before, this uh, passion fruit pasau, pasoa. Uh, on the back, it's got a rosé sangria where you just one to one parts pasoa, two parts rosé, and then you add some fruit and whatnot. So. Oh, it's like a lighthearted drink. Look at that. It matches his hair. It sounds yummy. What's the best uh, red? That's, yeah, that's so good. Flash, Flash, this is one I would say is like a female-centric frou-frou drink. That's what I would say. <laughs> right? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. With What's wrong with that? Nothing. I, but we were having this discussion earlier today, and I, I would that for me would go in that category. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just I, I would define it that way. Why That's what you would expect a, a woman and a or drink. Grinch to go into a bar and ask for. Some berries in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little twig and berries. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. Let's keep going. Mac, what did you bring to the table today, brother? Um, so I made something uh, that, surprisingly enough, I don't think I've ever had before. Really? Uh, being, being a tequila drinker, uh, I've never had just a straight tequila sunrise. So that's what I made. So just uh, orange juice, tequila, and grenadine in a glass. And? 
if you've never had it, I mean, it's not bad. It's not which, bad. Which tequila? Uh, Kirkland signature. Kirkland's signature. Uh, and a 55 gallon drum. And a 55 gallon drum. I had to uh, rent a U-Haul uh, to get it back. back from Florida to, to bring it back. What are yeah, you hiding, tequila? I was gonna say, wasn't that your neighbor? <laughs> it's wasn't supposed that, to be smooth now. <laughs> wasn't that your neighbor, Mac, that came over the other day and asked you why you were getting a septic tank put in the backyard? And you're like, oh no, sir. That That's is not a septic, septic tank. tank. <laughs> that is a tank of Kirkland's finest. Damn yeah, straight it is. That's where we keep the booze. Where do you keep the booze in your house? Uh, uh all right, uh, so nice firm keister, apparently. <laughs> That's right. Will you do this one again? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. It's very okay. good. The way you started it, I thought you were going to go because you said straight. You were just doing tequila straight. And I was like, okay, well, that's an interesting approach. But then you're like straight tequila sunrise. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's kind of disappointing. Did I say straight? Yes, you did. And that's what I was like. Oh, is he going to do straight tequila? Because you said I'm you a tequila drinker and I've never had later. this. Yeah. You fact check me. I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll snip that and I'll send it to you. you so it. it's a curvy it's a curvy tequila. It's a curvy tequila. It's, curvy it's not straight. Right? Yes. All right. So I'm going to jump to me. I'm last. I'm doing my drink. At Haas, remember what I asked you to remember at the beginning, right? And it's interesting because that deep, firm keister, in a weird way, plays into this. So uh, this drink, a la Mrs. Thor, because she's the one that found it. And she's like, oh, you should try this. And so I said, okay, I will do it on name alone, if nothing else. This is vodka, drambuie. Kahlua, Bailey's Irish Cream. That's that all that's amazing. in it. That's all that's in it. Amazing. Yeah, that sounds really good. And it is called the Chocolate Starfish Excavation. Yes, please. <laughs> Don't ask yes, why please. the fucking name is. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. It is very tasty. At least once a day, at least once a day and twice on Sundays. So, so yes, does that make you uh, squirt when you drink it? Mm. It's the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water right there. Grinch, what are you doing? What, what is that? What is that? <laughs> oh I'm shaking God. my head is what I'm doing. He's trying to figure out why he's still around. He's like, really? She, she ran in They're to show it to me and she reverted to a 12-year-old kid laughing. I was like, right? okay, I definitely got to do that drink. I feel like we should have some Limp Biscuit playing right about mm, yeah, now. Right, right. Absolutely. All right. So, as always, Flash, thank you for being here. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen, to another great episode. Cheers. Cheers. And let's get rolling. All right. So, the topic today, debate, conversation, or otherwise, however, this falls out, was brought to you by The Flash. And uh, I appreciate you bringing this to the table, as you have done in the past when we bring you on. And this is what we always tell our listeners. If you give us a topic, we'll see about getting you on. She was kind enough to do that. And we, of course, in the house have been talking about it and uh, trying to decide how she would like to approach it. And I don't know. I'm going to let you decide, Flash, obviously, in the moment. But just be prepared because there are four wildly more intelligent individuals on this call. So just be prepared to be a punching bag. When are they joining the call? Wow. You know what? That's fine. No, no. I mean that that can that can be your approach. That's not the approach I would have taken if I was you. But yeah, man. You know, freedom to reach their own. I like it. Dad's always I like it. Shots fired. (laughs) Take take shots. It's okay. shots fired right out of the gate. gate. I like it. We don't know you where you live. I like the cut of your jib. I I mean I think And this is why this is why our guests tend to fit in quite well with us. 
<laughs> All right. So let's jump into our topic. So this was about the fact that the flash is my daughter is 20 years younger plus, and the four of us are obviously in our mid forties. And so the conversation came up about the consumption of media by generations. So we're obviously Gen X's. She would be what's considered Zillennials or Gen Z Zoomers whatever. And so the, the conversation was about the consumption of media, movies, music, television, um, social media, but all, all kind of media and what the consumption of media was for generations, what the differences were. And so we were discussing this kind of difference in uh, the generational approach to the consumption of media. And so we thought, oh, well, we'll talk about it here. And I'm, I'm interested to see what her position is, but that's what we're going to be talking about. The way different generations relate to media as a whole and what those differences are, good, bad, or indifferent. And so, you know, and, and that was, and I don't want to speak for you, Flash, but that was the position you took when we had this conversation is that your consumption of media is so different than what we did at your age. So if we're comparing apples to apples going, well, you're in your early 20s. When we were in our early 20s, what was our approach to media? Because what did we have access to? Now people go, well, yes, media across the board is the same. We all have the same access. But this is an apples to apples age kind of, if we're looking at you in your 20s and us in our early 20s, what the difference was. So that's what we're going to talk about. And we will see how this all plays out. So Flash, and, and yes. Real, real quick, we're primarily, yeah. when you say media, right, that's that's a really broad statement. We're, we're focusing primarily on music and movies, I think, right? That's weird. I thought I said that. That's, that's crazy. Thanks. Um, yes. Music, movies, television, and social media. Right. Those, those you, you four. You said that, but then you said yeah, media, yeah. which is all encompassing. So I wanted to clarify again. Because sometimes you get off track. What did you want to clarify? For our listeners, one more time. There's five things, right? Or just four? Well, um, five. Mac, will you clarify for Haas as well as our listeners at home? Movies and music. You did, Mac. You did. (laughs) Sorry, wait, what are we talking about? I thought I said (laughs) movies, music, television, and social media. That would be four. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm pretty sure that you didn't say that. (laughs) Okay. Or I just started to tune you out. I'm just going to let you take over and let's just see where this ship goes. This will be wildly fun. Fair enough. All right, Flash, go for it. (laughs) See, I can do your job. You're professional as ever. (laughs) All right, Flash, the floor is yours. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for having me back. It's great to be back in the old studio. Don't be thankful just yet. Okay, fine. You took shots, tread lightly. You had to know no. that was coming. Come on. Hey, just getting in the door is an achievement. So mm. you're welcome. The vetting process is extensive. Is Go. Really? And, Go. and you actually brought a halfway decent drink this time instead of what was you had last time? Water and like a watered down oh. beer or something. Well, I don't I don't want us to get off topic because Mac has already said I do that, but uh-huh. does she want to tell you what she was gonna drink? Oh good luck. Oh yeah, I had this great idea Boom. that I was talked out of. Okay. I was oh. gonna do, can I who please the story? it's your story absolutely <laughs> I was gonna do a Brazilian Russian so I was gonna basically mix this with a white oh. Russian because I couldn't decide which one I wanted to drink okay that, that sounds an awful lot like a blonde Mexican just just something I could absolutely get behind <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like when Stephen Colbert testified before Congress <laughs> he's like I want an Argentinian to give me a Brazilian <laughs> well or you know a Russian does whatever anyway sorry flash <clears throat> but yeah it we was... tasted it and I thought it was pretty good I liked it and then I was talked out of it 
I said, Nobody talked you out of it. I said, I make somebody it you want to no make taste. It. Mm. <laughs> mm. I, I, again, I'm just happy you came with it with a with, with a big with girl a drink. drink today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now you, let's get into really? our topic. Because let's Dad said to... this was a frilly girly drink. It is. He didn't know what he's talking about. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is awkward. Uh, all right, we've got nowhere. Flash. Uh, This is Flash's way of stalling with, I don't know my position. I waited to the last minute and now I've got to come up with something. I'm developing my position as because the point of debates is to potentially learn something new to change your position. Oh, and we just we just got we just got we just got Zoomer explained. Right. But the problem is you've explained nothing in an effort to change our position. That's what we're waiting on. So chop chop. So the whole point of the conversation is basically to dissect how how differently media gets ingested today versus 20 or 30 years ago. And I think, I mean, I think on some level we can all agree that obviously it's much easier to get at music and movies and television and even rock shows because you can live stream all of those now. Which, by the way, is probably the only way I'm going to see Metallica at this point. Or two. my fingers crossed. <laughs> but, I mean, and I know I've said this to a couple of you guys before, the most addictive thing to me about my phone, firstly, is probably my access to music. Because it's all in one place, in one service, that I just click on a song and go. Secondly, obviously, is my access to film and television. But because I listen to music a lot, that's the most addictive part about my phone because I'm not really on social media. It's just the access to music and film and television. Okay, and let, so- me, let me ask you guys something real quick. Growing up, how did you access older music? What do you mean older How music? old are we talking like, like 50s and 60s music like how what how easy or difficult was it to get your hands on like motown or my parents like, had records yeah um in fact the in fact we, we in fact we i remember we had an eight track player we actually had eight tracks and so there were some eight track songs that we would listen to uh, i got growing you. up we we had the uh we were cutting edge we had the eight track adapter that you would put a cassette into Plug it into an eight-track player, um, which backwards compatibility enough, for a cassette. And wow, funny enough, huge market. Original radio in the '69 Ford Galaxy had an eight-track player in it before nice. I replaced it. But I, I want to ask because your question for me was a little confusing because you're asking how we accessed older music when we were yeah. younger all music was accessed the same way. There wasn't, you didn't access older music differently than you accessed classic rock or at the time. Was it harder to get a hold of like a CD or a record or a tape? I mean, there there probably was not a large selection of Motown at the local, you know, turtles or records or whatever. Well, no, I mean, there's that. If if you grew up in a small town, you probably didn't even have that. Like you would have to go to the bigger city to to find a store, a, a record store or, a tape store or whatever you'd hope you'd get a mall which you'd you know eventually uh-huh. get but i i don't i guess for you guys but i mean we were fortunate enough to where we had um a a radio player that had a two tape deck in it and so the two things you could do was one is you could uh, listen to like a top 40 program uh, and you could sit and wait until your song came on and you could record onto a blank tape and create your own uh, your own um, mixtape mixtape 
thank you. Or if one of your friends bought one of the tapes you liked or, and had songs on, you could record from one to the other. And so you could kind of do it one of those two ways, but that was, it was not obviously as simple as going on your phone, scrolling and, yeah. Oh, I like that song. And then freaking paying for it or having a subscription and listening to it automatically. That, that was the original playlist, right? You, you had yeah. to create it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, otherwise, you know, it was, you know, you had, you had themed radio stations, you know, and it was pretty common for larger cities to have an oldies, um, yeah. you know, you tend to have your soft rock, your rock, rock, your classic rock, you know, and country. And then you had your oldies station. And, and it was uh, funny because given any city, you knew exactly where on the dial to go, no matter what be, city right. you were in to kind of find the genre. Right. Well, what you were right. For. And that was the old, like the, you know, old school for us, which was the getting it dialed in just right. As opposed to digital, which static, on a static, specific static, number, and it would right. come in. Because this was yep. pre, you know, XM, serious XM radio. Um, you know, so you, yeah, you went from eight tracks to tapes, tapes to CDs. And then when, you know, then, yeah, I mean, once we arced into the digital world where you could start burning CDs, that, that opened up, Everything I guess, changed. your library to a degree. Well, even technology there, even on radios. I remember when I got my first, you know, dual cassette boombox where I could record either off the radio or from tape to tape. And but like Grinch said, like you had to dial in the the tuner. And I remember when I got that boombox was the first time it was a button scan and you just went click and it scanned until it hit the station. You're no longer doing that fucking shit where you're trying to find just the right frequency. You just hit scan and it would find a station scan and it would jump ahead. But in terms of access, it was all the same. And if you wanted to see or cassette, like when I was younger, you had to go to the local music store to find the cassette. So if I wanted Motown or doo-wop or oldies like that, you know, you just had to go to the section. And like they're saying, it was potentially limited depending on your mm-hmm. access. But yeah, I mean, you also- look at playlist. I don't know if you guys can really see this. My music playlist, I have sorted into decade by decade. So all like music going back to the thirties or classical music. I have access to that basically whenever, because it's all right there in one spot. Sorry, go ahead. That wasn't always the case. I mean, I, I I think most of us have a pretty eclectic taste in music. I mean, I go all the way from classical to hardcore, all sorts of stuff. Um, And I remember the first time I heard the four tenors, I picked up a CD at a downtown Atlanta store that was in underground. And then it was the first time I think I'd heard of Miles Davis. And I mean, cause this wasn't music that I grew up with. So, um, you know, it, here's my point. Like now if something intrigues you and hear it, you can Shazam it. And then boom, you can go to whatever format you listen to and you can like listen to their whole library. That wasn't always readily available back in the day, right? Like you had to almost right. kind of stumble onto something and be like, oh shit, I like that. That sounds really good. You had to hear it well, on the radio. Get lucky. Yeah. And, and not even that. I mean, it was, you're talking old artists. How did you discover new artists? That was almost impossible unless right. you were in the, in the local music scene for whatever town you were in, assuming your town had a music scene. Right. Um, you know, it wasn't like you could just YouTube different. You know, different genres and find new artists that way. we were all pretty fortunate too right like growing up outside right outside of atlanta i mean they had really great music stations and growing up we you know all the music genres we liked we had pretty really readily available to us so i mean we had that information coming at us because we were in a large market 
Yeah, but, but I remember <laughs> before I moved to Atlanta, growing up in a small farming town in South Carolina, that was not the case. Like I, none, there was so much stuff that was not readily available. Yeah, that's probably still the same way in South Carolina. Probably. I, well, I do think it's funny, you know, I, I know records at one point, like you could flip them over, you know, some are made that way. Um, CDs, you couldn't do that because it has that laser scanner, you know, but if you got like the higher end CDs, you could maybe push, you know, 15 songs. The cassette tape, I think you were getting like eight, eight to, you know, maybe 14 if they Depending were short on the songs, length. right. You know, and then, you know, you get into the digital age and you're like, I got an iPad or an Apple shuffle. I can hold 20 songs. <laughs> and then you're like, shit, I'm tired of hearing these same songs over and over again. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's interesting because after I knew that this topic was coming, I did some research and there's actually a number of articles out there related to this very topic, which I didn't realize was a thing. Um, and at the Colorado State University, they actually wrote an article and they were talking about the the ever-changing digital media landscape. And obviously with COVID and our access to going out into the world at the time that that occurred, how were generations accessing media? And it breaks it down by boomers, Gen Xers, millennials, and Gen Z. And it talks about uh, baby boomers were defined in this particular report as people between the ages uh, are born between 1947 and 65. And they tend to stick to traditional media, including movies, TV, and print as their main source of entertainment. However, boomers are a force on social platforms like YouTube and Facebook, where 67 to 78% of the generation are active on those sites, which is interesting. You all have met my father. And I, every time I go to his house now, he's always watching on his fucking TVs on YouTube and watches, <laughs> just watches shit on YouTube. And I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Yeah, but, I follow him on the gram, in case you were wondering. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the gram is. I don't know what the gram is, but that's fine. Uh, let's Insta, move along. As you call. Thank you. Uh, the next generation is Gen Xers, born between sixty-six and eighty-two, and they have habits that are seen in both boomers and millennials. This age group is tech technologically savvy and spends as much time on the internet as millennials. Gen Xers prefer to get their news and current events from social media and TV news at about the same rate demonstrating their growing interest in getting information from the internet rather than broadcast or cable news. Additionally, this generation had the largest increase in media consumption during the pandemic. Millennials, defined as the age group between 83 and 96, are savvy with technology and enjoy more non-traditional forms of media, including podcasts and streaming services. Millennials were the original pioneers of the internet and are active across social media platforms, especially Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. And then finally, Gen Z's, this age group from 97 to 2007 has the widest range of social media or has the widest range of media habits compared to previous generations. Social media is the number one way people in this age group get their news, but they also view social media as a place to connect with others who have similar interests. Notably, Gen Z is the first to not rank watching TV and movies as their main form of digital media consumption, but instead ranked acti activities like playing video games, listening to music, browsing the internet, and engaging on social platforms in that order as their favorite digital habits. So that's how this article at Colorado State breaks down the four generations in terms of their access and consumption of media. Would you guys agree with that? I yeah. think I would. Yeah. I would yeah, for, sure. for the most uh, part. I, I mean, obviously there's outliers, but yeah. And it, it's weird because we have outliers in this group. Cause I saw another article by uh, media consumption, uh, mass media 
what is this mass media marketing and advertising firm did a media consumption habits across generations. And they said our generation, Gen X, not big video game players, which I thought was interesting because at least a bulk of this group plays video games. <clears throat> but in Most the survey, the that, I know don't. <clears throat> oh, is that, is that a thing? I guess I just, I've always I, played I video just, games. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people I know that are in a similar demographic as me don't. Hmm. Um, it just seems that. That we way. just we hang on to that's funny use. because i know a ton of people our age to play video games and play them regularly like daily and that's why i was i was surprised <clears> by that and i was like oh really i i thought that was just kind of a thing because video games were huge when we were coming well, up right it, that's when it, it is, really got started yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean it, it is funny i can remember my grandfather playing solitaire though you know he thought that was like by very thing. individual just my grandmother <laughs> you know, was the he same could just way click 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 you know um but yeah, I mean, you know, the other thing, of course, that's that's allowed this evolution is is you know, as Flash talked about earlier, is this thing you know the that phone. you carry around the smartphone. Um, yeah. This is Pew Research, and um, more than eight in ten U.S. adults say they get news from a smartphone, computer, or tablet often or sometimes, including sixty percent who say they do so often. This is higher than the portion who get news from television. Though 68% get news from the TV at least sometimes and 40 do so often. Print is last. That's no shock to any of us given the state of newspapers. Right. Uh, ra radio's third, but it, it's a noticeable cascade down. Because, um, you know, nowadays you set up the alerts, right? You set up things that you want to come to you. And so, therefore, even in bands, I mean, Spotify will tell you now, you know, once it, it's as it continues to evolve, like you like this band, they're going to be in concert here. Right. <clears throat> and they can cue you to things like that. I think you can get books on Spotify now. You can. Absolutely. Yeah. You can. Um, I saw another one. They were talking about comedian, a commercial media timeshare uh, across and for adults from 2015 to 2019, the non-digital media was 58% of the market. Digital media was 42 in 2019, that had dramatically shifted. Non-digital media was 27% of the market and 73% had gone digital. So people were accessing, obviously, digital heavy. And then, of course, I imagine after the pandemic, because these stats oh, yeah. only went to 2019, I mean, it, it's probably 100%. Are damn near close. Yeah. 90 to 10. And again, I it's mean, interesting. Look, I, I no, still uh, see, you still, you still see print over here quite a bit, like, um, there's an older sector of the population. I mean, they still run and read a tangible paper. Um, you go to any doctor's office, dentist office, whatever. I mean, there's there's tons of paper literature everywhere. So, I mean, I think it's still there. It's just, yeah. Well, and I was going to say kind of at the outset, you know, Flash, when you were, for our listeners at home, showing your phone and how your playlists are broken down and you have music in the 1930s, whatever I say. I will say to our listeners, as my kid she is incredibly non-traditional in her approach to a number of things. One of her favorite movies as a 23-year-old is Casablanca. Not a movie that would be the favorite movie of another 23-year-old that I know of. But yeah. uh, you do have a very eclectic taste in terms of your media as a whole. And you're welcome. Well, it's also know, interesting that the fact that your age, that you're not on social, you don't have a social media presence right. as much. And no. neither does her dad. But I don't think yours, yours is not because I don't. That was a choice you made. It was separate and, and had nothing to do with the fact that I wasn't on. Yeah. I mean, you figure I only got a Facebook that I almost never used in the last year for work. So when they want me to post something on Facebook, I have access to our company account, but I needed a Facebook account to be able to 
Yeah, for them to give you, you know, access. Yeah. Right, right, right. yeah, yeah. So that's the only reason I really have a Facebook. I don't go on there and post. I very unless someone tells me, "Hey, look, go." I sent you something on Facebook. Go look at it. I don't ever go on there. I okay. like I never check. <laughs> right. So let's look at some of the differences in media. When we were kids growing up, right? If we wanted to see a movie, we had to go to a theater. Once it was out of the theater, we had to go to a blockbuster and rent it. Right. Or you had to wait until it just hit HBO. And then after it was on HBO for a run, it would end up on cable television, just depending on whatever it was. Nowadays, right, we're releasing to theater. In some cases, they're releasing to theater and streaming same day. So technology has given them access to do that. Or streaming only. Or streaming only. Music is the same way. I mean, our access was considerably different. We would hear it on the radio if we could catch it. You would see it on MTV if you could catch it. And then, of course, we know kind of the arc of MTV and the shit show that they just quit playing videos after about 10 years and they went to all this other garbage. Speaking um, of MTV real quick. Oh, OK. Not, not to throw you off too much. Um, just sort of a quick question. Do you guys think that music videos are still relevant? As, as big? Yeah, as they were when MTV was actually showing music video like that's how you heard music was with the video well i'm, I'm gonna ask grinch specifically because i i would think of this group he probably does more music googling or you know what i'm saying like you search more music online concerts and things like that in terms of footage do you look yeah. up official videos or do you just look up concert footage um much more concert footage um i, I can't remember what episode we discussed this <laughs> once before but um no videos to me don't have nearly the prominence like i probably see one in a hundred compared to the heyday of of mtv and and i get it on radio and mtv i mean they were so repetitive because of what we were just saying like there's a song they know everybody wants to hear it's an heavy rotation are tuning in they're, yeah they're tuning in and out throughout the day so ideally they cycle it up enough freaking times where you're going to catch it at some point. Now, if you happen to have it on all day, like at a dentist office, by the end of the day, you're ready to shoot yourself, you know, because <laughs> the shit's on so much. Right. Um, but no, I mean, now it just so happens, you know, with, I, it doesn't mean I can't surge. Right. So like with Ramstein's recent release of videos that they just went all out on um, and really gave a powerful representation of what that song meant, which given that it's in a foreign language is helpful, you know, and, and admittedly after that, I would read some like, what did this video mean <laughs> kind of stuff. But, um, but there's way more music. I have never seen the video for, and, and I wouldn't even know if there is a video <laughs> if, right. if it weren't for specifically trying to hunt it down or somebody going, Hey, have you seen that video? You know, it's funny or it's crazy. Well, we've talked about Metallica on this show a number of times and on the episode where we talked about them almost specifically, it was they refused to make a video. They didn't want to buy into that bullshit until one came out in the 80s off the Injustice for All album. And, and of course, it was huge. And so then they started releasing videos. I don't remember the last official video that they recorded that I remember seeing. And, and maybe they've done it, but I, I think there is an ebb and flow to it. And I think even they, not Metallica, but I think bands are going to put that time, money, and effort into making a video that that may or may not get seen, is that really worth it? So to answer your question, no, I don't think they're as valued or as prominent as they were in the 80s. I mean, yeah. when it started in 81 and MTV was kind of the standard bearer of music videos, 
everybody was making videos. Everybody and anybody who wanted to get noticed was making a video. And I think that just at some point kind of fell by the wayside. And I don't think they're as prominent now. Because I, I don't really recall ever seeking out a video unless, and I don't imagine you guys are big Lady Gaga fans. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I got much um, respect for the Gaga. <laughs> but I, I certainly am. And I remember in like the 2010, 2012 range, she had a number of controversial music videos. And so when you heard that, you would go to YouTube and look at the watch video. It. Exactly. But unless you heard something like that, I didn't go and seek out music videos on YouTube or anything. Right. Yeah. I I don't think in terms of uh, like music videos, I think I'm more like Grinch. I'll watch concert footage and things like that, but I don't really watch music videos at all. Yeah. um, But that's, I mean, we're talking about music. Let's, let's pivot to something like, you know, movies. Like again, movies we're talking about. I'll tell you right now that we hit a milestone in this house this week, and, and it was directly based on, on this topic. We have 1,300 movies on our Apple TV and our Apple account, 1,300. And just, what happened was- your login. That's all. Yeah, just need your sure. login and all. Um, back in 2009, Father's Day of 2009, when Apple TV first came out with one of their- It was, it was either their first or their second generation Apple TV- uh, Mrs. Haas and the kids got me one for Father's Day, and I slowly started converting all my DVDs over to digital format because it made the most sense from an efficiency standpoint. And here we are all these years later, and yeah, 1,300 movies. Um, and I love it because um, I don't have to box them and unbox them and store them and organize them. I mean, it's all done for me. And Oh, yeah, and because I'm an Apple homer, I can watch them on my phone. I can watch them on my iPad. I can watch them on my computer. I can watch them on the Apple TV. I can start it in one on one device and then move to another room and watch it on a completely different device in the same spot. I think technology grand. I love or, it, really. Or you can go somewhere else, log in, and watch, and watch it. it there. Yep. It's always with you. Yep. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because, Flash, when we were kids, I buy music on cassette, and then CDs came out. And if I wanted that music... Because again, as we know with technology, like cars stopped putting cassette players in cars and you're like, uh, fuck, now I got to get a CD. And so you'd buy a CD. And then of course you get into the two thousands, they quit putting CDs and fucking now cars. Now I don't put CD players. You're like, fuck, <laughs> no, you know? And so, yes, you were constantly updating your media because you had to get whatever the newest format was. And yeah, I'm sure that's frustrating. Vinyl records, eight track tapes, cassette tapes cds mp3 players now everything's in the cloud and it's all fucking digital but each of those required you to then if you wanted to hold on to that music and maintain your library you had to update it and there's a cost associated with that here's the downside of that though there are certain um certain pieces of media i've had to hold on to like dogma dogma is one of my favorite movies but it's owned by uh harvey weinstein and he won't release it to uh kevin smith I mean, he will, but it's like a small fortune he wants for it. So I've had to go out and search for and buy a a, D, a Blu-ray DVD of it so that when it. I want to watch it, I can watch it because you can't find it on you know, on digital format. It's the same with a couple of television shows. That 70s show, which I love, um, you can't find it on on digital format for whatever the license for a while. For whatever the yeah. licensing rights are, you not, you can't find it now. Um, at least yeah. not over, and I've and I've tried VPN as well. But so that's the one downside to digital is is that access. 
Yes. Once you buy it, you own it. But if you don't get, if you don't buy it while it's available and then all of a sudden they lose rights to that or whatever, then you just, you're shit out of luck. I blame Disney. It's the Disney model. And it's what they did yep. with their movies for decades. Oh, we're, they're in the vault. And then they, we're, we're taking it out the, of the vault. We're taking yeah. it out of the vault. Now you can get it. And it's like, and that's what everybody's doing. Right. And again, it is a matter of storing and housing all these you go to netflix and go oh i want to see whatever the movie is and you're searching and searching going fuck it's not there you don't have access to it this is why look i'm not being pirating because i i obviously have paid my hard-earned money for 1300 movies um but it makes me realize why why pirating is a thing because if you're going to be a jackass about it well guess what someone's going to be a jackass back right (laughs) they're going to find a way around it i will say that is the biggest issue with streaming is that every you everybody has to have their own service disney discovery has one amc has one um shutter has one hbo you have all these different streaming services and because they're constantly battling for okay well who's gonna get the rights to this who's you know and then they're also trying to create their own content which I, i mean i think as of right now as it stands a lot of the content that's being released is released is kind of shitty <laughs> i mean i haven't really heard a i mean brand, ted lasso there's a good shows yeah, yeah you get some one-offs but, but they release they need so many like there's just so much that a lot of it is just like why well, even produce that throw as much stuff against the wall and see what sticks right but yeah kind of philosophy yeah. and put I mean, Dwayne the rock johnson the in most of it with kevin Hart. yeah <laughs> right so i yeah, think I mean, that is the, the quantity that they've got a i'm sorry no, no. Yeah, I agree. Right I mean, I, I agree that it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's annoying in a, a number of ways. One is like, you know, when somebody says, hey, have you seen, usually your next question is, oh, what's it on? Mm-hmm. You know, because you've got to, you, you, that'll instantly determine if you can even access it. And chances are, if it's not one you're already on board with, you're like, well, well never seeing that, you know, or. Or, or I got to find another but, way, right? Well, hold on. But to that note, and, and I agree with your sentiment, to that note, I think that's why people sh- uh, share and swap different programmings because yeah. if, yes. if every single person went out and owned every single programming uh, platform, you'd pay more than it would to have cable, which, I mean, I don't think, I don't know, but does anybody here even have cable anymore? I know a few people that do, and it blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it like, blows what? my mind. I'm I like, mean, this cumbersome, annoying-ass interface is just, I don't get it. Well, and they and, and and they did it to themselves by pricing themselves out of markets, right? Right. Oh, yeah. And, and I actually yeah, kind of feel say, bad. But you say that, and that was always the thought process, right? Oh, we're going to go with streaming, and it's going to be so much cheaper. But to the point we were just making, now you have to have twenty streaming services to watch everything you want to want. Watch, you're you're basically paying what you were paying for cable. You haven't actually saved any money, um, short of the ability to kind of you know. Cut we'll turn it on. Sleep. We'll turn it on. Yeah, turn it off. Cut them loose. You know, like, pretty, uh, yeah. So like Hulu Live, right? I'll turn that on three, maybe four months out of the year during college football season to watch the games. Other than that, I turn it off and just keep regular Hulu. Yeah, um, but the, the same goes with some other, you know, with some other services. It's like okay, you know, they've dropped all the episodes of said show. Said show. I'm going to go, you know, sign up for a month watch everything and then cancel it again. Yeah. So, uh, and, and again, that's what they allow you to do, or that's unfortunately what the model allows for is, is you can go Mac is a bottom zero zero one at gmail.com. 
sign up for a, a how you know the free oh it's 30 days free and then you get charged and so you sign up for 29 days and you delete and you go mac is still a bottom zero zero two can you and you get a new month my email address please <laughs> sorry can we, so i'm can just we saying yes they, declares. they don't get around it <laughs> they don't get around it because that's what people do they're like oh we'll just sign up for the seven day trial we'll watch what we want because yeah, all the episodes right. are out there and then delete that's what I did for the House of Hammer thing. I got. A I don't know what you're talking about. Let's move along. Um, so, <laughs> well, I mean, but that's also like you know, it's reaction, counteraction, reaction, you know, cycle, right? right? You know, which is why the we're going to roll out our premier shows, and they're going to be staggered throughout the year, and we're going to release them one at a time, you know, or maybe maybe you do three. That's some straight, and then you stretch bullshit. it out. That's I mean, the new model. But that's what they're battling, right? That's it. Right. Yeah. Keeping you hooked for more than I'm going to. Create the account, turn it back Blast on. Blast through it. Surge and through this shit. Yeah. Right. And then dump. Well, right? and, and inevitably, everybody, you know, oh, I signed up for it and forgot that I signed up for it. And then boom. And I'm only getting charged $4 a month. So it's it's almost okay. negligible. You don't even. Re- and, and so, you know, two years later, you're like, so I just spent, you know, $200 for, you know, something I never really watched. So yeah, exactly. I, I think I, their, their I pricing mean, structure is made so that you don't feel it that much either. I think. Right. It's not a hundred dollars. It's right. I mean, I mean I no matter it, what they do to try to get you to stop sharing your password or to keep you hooked on a subscription, there's always going to be, and this is what's wonderful about humans. There's always going to be those people who will figure out how to get around the system. And pass well, yeah, it on the, to the, the rest. Getting around the system sure is pirating, wonderful, right? Okay, that's, that's yeah. how you get around it. You get around by pirating. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. There, there's a handful of sites out there that will will walk you through how to do this stuff, Which and it's really, not really it's not thing. particularly complicated until Lars from Metallica decides to shut you down, yeah. and you can't pirate their music <laughs> I mean, anymore. Yeah, I mean, I he's not wrong to some extent. Lars versus Napster. That's right. I don't know if it's still torrent sites or whatever, but yeah, I mean, you can just yeah. damn VPN torrent sites, and the combination allows <laughs> but, people to get access to stuff. You know, I will say, as of now, thank thank God little g that music is not siloed yet now there are some artists who just you know what whatever they won't release their rights fuck them you know if that's if they feel passionate or they don't believe in how a particular platform stands okay you don't worry eventually they'll be dead someone will also help someone else will own their music and they'll release it i mean i've been hard pressed right now and i'm not trying to pump up spotify's volume here they don't need me to but I've been hard pressed to find an artist that's not on Spotify. So the opposite is true in music. If somebody's like, Hey, have you heard within 20 seconds, I can pull them up, read about them, see kind of how many listeners they have and what their stats are, and then decide if I like them or not, as opposed to TV, TV and movies where they are, you know, they have created camps and firewalls where it's not as easy as going, I'll just watch whatever. Well, it's interesting that it's been this long and it's hard to believe in a way, but I think of what, three, three and a half years ago, Tool was not anywhere you could find them. And I remember when they released that you and had it was to like, holy fuck, man. And it was, well, it was open was season. Cool, because yeah. there was a time back in the day where if you had CDs, you could convert that into your Apple music library. Like right. yeah. So I did this well. And that mm-hmm. was one of the benefits of getting in when I got in the technology was I converted all of my CDs into my Apple music library. So before they had Apple radio and before they had an Apple streaming service, I had all that stuff digitally. 
because you could do that because you had bought and owned the rights to it. You just had to take the time to put it in, you know, a, a computer that actually had a, a, a CD reader and yeah, go through think, the, think, the process of converting that data over. Yeah, I think you can still do it. The problem is why? Because 90% of what you own is probably already out there. Yeah. Right. You know, there, there's well, going to be the well, one-off bands, probably the obscure bands that, you know, are not on any of the streaming but services. I mean, that's also another facet of, of evolution, right? Is a lot of laptops do not have CD drives. Nope. They, no I mean, drive. Even, even gaming, gaming consoles, consoles are now, going you can get them without a drive. Yeah. Right. Uh, since since had, we have Mac I had to here. go out and buy this bad boy to uh, to use oh, on my yeah. laptop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That, uh, yeah. Since we have Mac here and we've got the Flash here, and we're talking about technology and we're talking about the music aspect. I want to ask, you know, Flash, you are you do have a particular opinion about this particular band doing what they did with Apple and forcing out an album. And that is you two forcing out an album to everybody through Absolutely. Apple <laughs> and how pissed you were. And you spent time just trying to get it removed from your iTunes. Yes. Here's and- the thing. And This goes for music, film, television, everything. Part of, and you two didn't necessarily do this. They put, they made a deal and told Apple, just throw it on everybody's phones for free because we want people to hear the album. And that's fine. I get it. But if you're a music producer, if you're a director of a movie or a TV show, please do not force your content onto me do not tell me how to listen to your music or watch your movie and this is i make that argument what you like and god damn it we're gonna tell you (laughs) until it's put in front of me look if you you too can't tell you can't nobody tell you (laughs) they're the best-selling artist in the world let's be honest right Nobody was going to buy that fucking album. That no. was the only way they were going to get it out there and Look, get these cats. If so they had garbage, Octune Baby or Joshua Tree, she wouldn't have thing. this argument, right? No, <laughs> exactly. but they didn't. They wanted they, to stay relevant, so they dropped a garbage ass album onto everybody that had yes. Apple. Right. And it was like, and again, and so you go, oh well, technology's grand. And that, that's where a band or an artist is leveraging that technology, but then you are forcing the consumer into something going. I didn't ask for that. I didn't want it. And I'm, I'm not a fan and you're not going to make me a fan because you gave it to me for nothing. I mean, no. I think with, it's like tool not releasing their music because they said the way we curated it on the album is how you're supposed to listen to it. Well, I'm a big pink Floyd fan. I don't know if you guys can see my shirt mm-hmm. um, and their album, the wall, that album only makes sense. If you listen to one song right after the next, because they all sort of bleed into each other. But I don't listen to the album like that. I, you know, put it on shuffle. It's mixed in with other music. And it's because of the technology that we have today with streaming, with, with film streaming, music streaming, please, please, please do not be that guy that tells me how to enjoy your content. <laughs> That's well, like the one it, thing that's always going to get on my nerves. And you and I have had this conversation like about Dune, the latest Dune mm-hmm. and, and Denny Villeneuve saying you have to see it in a theater. And again, yeah. that is them kind of forcing their will going, oh, well, it needs to be seen in a theater. Well, I watched well, it on TV and I was perfectly fine. Right? Because he, he didn't release it only to theater and say, I'm never going to give it. He recommended that, you know, this is the way I think it should be viewed. Yeah. But he didn't right. force you to go. No, to he the didn't force say, it. Right? But, but he said, this is the best movie experience for this type of movie. It'll get lost if you watch it on your TV. <laughs> and I, I don't think that was the case. 
And, and I, you're right. He his... wasn't forcing it, but right. he has an opinion and he's got an agenda. He's got a contract with the production company to release it in theaters to maximize his box office value. Of course, he doesn't want you watching it on HBO. But we've talked about his sound mixing and the issues that we had when we saw Blade Runner 2049. And you right. and I were both like, we can't go see his movies in theaters fucking because headache. he just punches up his sound way right. too much. Right. <laughs> so I, I think ultimately there are benefits to technology and the access to media. But what we're talking about here is the generational differences. And I wanted to ask this question and, and you know, Flash, you and I talked about this, obviously, for the rest of the group. Would it be easier for me to take the Flash and drop her in 1985 or take your 1985 self and drop you in 2022? Who would have an easier transition in terms of technology? Oh, we would, clearly. Yeah, okay. without a doubt. No yes. doubt. You, <laughs> Absolutely. Have you seen these videos like on TikTok or wherever where, where a parent is showing their kid a tape and they're, and they're telling them what is this and the kid has no idea what it is? Right. No, the, the or, you know, operator Walkman or operator CD player or, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I would forbid, love to. Forbid, Matt, I'm asking I you to work a record player or an 8-track player. Shit. Can you, go over, can you go over to the wall and answer that phone that's on the wall there? Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have a corner because I would get lost. I'd be out in the woods somewhere. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I think about putting the flash in 1985 and then telling her to drive somewhere without GPS. I would, I would She'd be, be fucking lost. Yeah. That, Who knows? Maybe that's why she's up. still at your house, man. Fuck off. <laughs> maybe she can't figure out how to use that's GPS. What it is. To I'm gonna show you when we're done here. I'm gonna I show remember, you. How to use GPS. Get I remember the, fuck the out. first time I drove in Atlanta when we moved there from South Carolina and I got on 285, Ooh. not realizing that 285 was a circle. Was t- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. And then yep. ended up it's back where I started I like two and a half hours later. And, that, you, and, and you know, and you know what I learned? I learned two things. 285 is a circle that goes around the circumference of Atlanta, and it's big. It is big. <laughs> and it, it, well, I mean, it's different. We're from, not in South Carolina anymore. Yeah, it's, right? it's a little different from 1993 gush, learned, to today. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and, and that's what we were talking about was like, hey, if I dropped you in 1985, what would it be like? And, and maybe it was like watching, we were watching Stranger Things or something and like video games and the arcade. And it's like putting you in 1985, that would be a culture shock for you in terms of how you would be able to access media and the total disconnect from what you're used to now and what we dealt with. Well, like, you, you, you know, these days, if you go to a city you've never been to before and you all of a sudden you have, you know, I'm hungry. I'm, I want Greek food. Google. I want Italian food, right? You can Google yeah. or, you know, uh, there's so many apps out there that you can look up and, and find out what's, what's like, there's one called nearby that I still use. That's pretty good. Um, Back in the day, no, you, you asked for recommendations right. or you, you, you went to a phone book or it called them and asked them what or their God operating forbid, hours were. And you, you took your chances and you yeah, might have just a shit meal right. yeah, or that too. <laughs> and you didn't go back. Yeah, fair enough. I will say this about video games. I imagine like all of you guys getting together, going to the arcade, standing around one game watching each other play somebody playing other people tucked in looking yeah. like this around the corner in reality if you look i mean if you dissect it a little bit the quality of the games and the ease of access is obviously different but the way you guys play games is still fairly similar because you all can jump on a game and play with each other so that right. sort of but but back familial, then like, in a sense yeah but it's still there Haas had a game console in his room, and I think like you had Madden. I think you had Mortal Kombat, 
Yeah. You know, going to his house and playing versus like going to an arcade. Right. But that was, I won't say it was an event, but it required you to go somewhere. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I could sit at my house and Haas was at his house and we connected over the internet and we're able to play together like we can now. He's 5,000 miles away in Austria and he and I can play like we're sitting next to each other. Yeah. Same thing with well, Grinch. That and, I mean, that and, and now it's an upfront purchase and yeah. it's a sunk cost as opposed to I'm at the arcade with a finite amount of money. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to make every yeah. game count. Yeah. And you can't, you can't play till two in the morning. No. Nope. Once yeah. those quarters are gone, you're mm-hmm. done. But I can tell you because it was a finite income, you know, that those quarters, I didn't play games I didn't know because I'm like, I'm not wasting a fucking Well, quarter. right. And then some games, 50 cents, you're like, what is this bullshit? I remember <laughs> when know? Afterburner, you remember when Afterburner came out and it was the rolling. Oh, yeah. It was like mm-hmm. a dollar. I'm like, a like fucking a dollar. dollar? No. I'm not, I'm not putting a dollar in. Yeah. Um, old showbiz pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or I could play fucking air hockey for 25 cents or 50 cents and I could sit there and fucking slap a puck around, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and it was different, but there was something about it. It was something about the atmosphere and the environment and going and everybody the was there. And, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a social event. Is what it it was. was versus, you know, and it, not that I mind sitting in my home, but it was definitely different. And of course, you know, Flash, you can make the argument. I know the video games that you play is like, well, but look at the technology. The games were shit. Not for us, they weren't. No, because didn't that's matter. New. I mean, right. I can make that argument all day long, but one of my favorite games is a game from 2006. And when you play it today, it looks like shit. Yeah. And it plays like shit. It reminds, it reminds me of that meme. They definitely created the moon landing on a computer and they're like the technology of the time, you know, right. and it's like, I want my MTV. MTV. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, there is obviously a benefit to technology and our access to media, but I do miss something. And yes, I do collect records and I have a record player and there's something about listening to those records versus listening to digital. Now, obviously, I can't take a record with me, so I do it at home. But there is something about it, the tangibleness. Uh, do I read a newspaper? No. Who here reads a fucking newspaper? Anyone? Anyone read a newspaper? No. no and what, the, what's interesting is is somebody's kid down the line is going to watch a movie where someone's reading a newspaper. And they're going to be like, what are they doing? What's a yeah. newspaper? I do buy. Hang on. Give me one second. Sorry, Mac. I didn't mean to interrupt you. And no, she's... no, I was gonna, I was gonna, yeah, she just wandered off like she was gonna do something. <laughs> she just waddled keep... away in her chair. I'm like, what I are was you gonna doing? keep talking and not let her talk oh, again. So mm-hmm. you brought up a great point though, and it's, I, I think it's hysterical because uh, little Mac, I tried to get her into, you know, doing like, you know, audio books or, you know, even books on like a nook or something. Right. Didn't buy into it. She wants the physical copy. Yeah. Now I'm that's how that I am. And, and so, yeah. you know, yeah. which I, I hate think digital really books. Cool. Yeah, yeah, but the Flash reads the same book because she's a slow reader. And I am a slow reader. Um, But like going back to, I don't buy newspapers, but when I see a magazine like this, I will buy something like this, or I have a UFO one or a haunted like (laughs) stuff like this. So so you waste your money on stupid stuff. Well, I mean, I'm 20 plus plus years older than her, and I'm looking at it like, what are you doing? Did you really spend your money on that? (laughs) Yes. And she will. She'll sit on the couch and just fucking look at it. Yeah. And that's cool. And that's why I said she's a non-traditional kid in terms of her approach. And (laughs) in terms of her approach to a lot of things. And so, I mean, I appreciate that. But it is funny when she does stuff like that. And even I'm like, why? Why'd you do that? But yeah, I'm going to get it. Does it make her happy? It does. It does. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Uh, all I know is I'm going to pick up a, a buttload of uh, random magazines and just force them on you next time I'm down there and just leave I'm them all si- in I'm your signing bed. you up for Columbia House. There you oh, go. That's right. <laughs> Although, Mac, Mac, I do you'll, want to You'll point never out get that. out of that contract. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in terms of your consumption of media, Mac, I do want to point out, like, my kid has seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High has seen Aliens, has seen Terminator, has seen The Labyrinth and RoboCop mm-hmm. and Dune and Blade mm-hmm. Runner. He has seen Are you just going movie. down the list of things I, I haven't am. checked off? Yes, there. actually he has it open. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, and again, when you were here visiting and we were making this list, I was befuddled. Right, what 23-year-old reads you the know, Stanley Kubrick archives? Well, I remember the first time I saw Kubrick film was at your house. Your dad showed us Clockwork Orange. Yes. Oh my uh, God, we ordered really? pizza. Blew my we mind. Pizza. We ate I pizza imagine and it watched did. it. I haven't seen yeah. it. <laughs> Put it on your list. I swear to God, Matt. Well, you got it open. Can you just go ahead and add it for me? I will. I will absolutely <laughs> it open. Look, I, I was what, befuddled hey, when you're what, like... What streaming service is that on? Yeah. Anybody? Uh, Netflix. Netflix has Clockwork Orange. <laughs> oh, there you go. I got that. <laughs> yeah, but when you're when you're, have you watched anything else? Uh, I watched Purple Rain. Uh, I marked you marked that off. I marked that off. Yeah, I've been watching this Dahmer uh, show right now. Uh, with uh, Evan uh, Peters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were just yeah. talking about that. We we're just yeah, talking about good. that yeah. last night. No. Um, no, sidetracks, but yeah. So that's why I haven't checked anything else. I, I'm, I'm going to go back and yeah, and, and, and I'll work on it. But you know, when you talk about those Mac, and you say, "Oh, well, where can I watch that?" And I think somebody said it earlier. It's like when you don't have access on streaming platforms. But if you go back, I mean, we were the same way, right? We all remember that, right? 1992, Basic Instinct was out. We all wanted to see the Sharon Stone scene. And so you went to Blockbuster and it wasn't there. And you're like, fuck, everybody's rented it now. You know, because you would always walk around the outside of Blockbuster Mm -hmm. to see new releases first. Always first. And then you would run over when people were returning. You're like, what's in the return? Uh return? They haven't checked it in yet. Right. So funny. Cleaned off all the stickiness. The trauma oh of that. Yeah. Oh my God, Mac. And then you'd be, pissed. you'd be pissed. You'd be pissed if they didn't rewind. Yeah, be kind. Rewind. Rewind. They're going to charge you. That's right. Uh, but I mean, it, 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 in essence, it was the same type of thing. You went to Blockbuster and you were looking for a movie and it wasn't there. And you're like, fuck, man, it's not there. And I got to wait. Uh, so, I mean, it was the same type of thing. But I think we, in our minds, we think with technology, well, why don't they just get a bigger server? And put more shit on it. Why do they have to take stuff off to put stuff on? I want to be able to watch something. Or why is there random stuff like like we have yet been able to find the Lost Boys on any streaming yeah. service? Yeah, there's just random stuff that you can't find, seem to find anywhere, and unless you pay for it, right? I mean, I could go to like well Amazon and pay, you know, and it's three dollars, right? It's not the end of the world to rent it, or you know, ten dollars to buy it, but. But you're like, I shouldn't have to. There are 47 streaming services. I, it's got to be somewhere. Paying for, right? <laughs> right. So. Well, that's like certain movies like Casablanca, The Lost Boys, Labyrinth, um, Dark Crystal. I own one of these is not like phone. the other, by the way. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have Legend too. And that's on there. But which I, one? Is this the Tom the Hardy Tom, or the Tom Cruise? The Tom Cruise one. There you go. But I have I bought all those on digitally and have them on my phone because I know that some of those movies can be hard to find. And so if I really want to watch them, I own them. I don't have to think about it. Yeah, but you bought Django and that's everywhere. I know, but I bought Django before it appeared. Before it was everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I also bought Tangled before Disney Plus came around. <laughs> but again, everybody's doing this. And like you said, like Disney was there, but when they first got started and had Marvel. 
not all Marvels were on Disney. Some were on Netflix mm -hmm. or because those contracts hadn't expired. Yeah. So it was just a matter of locating it when you wanted to watch it. And it is frustrating when you want to see something and you search and search and you're like, fuck, man, it's it's not accessible. And Mac, like you said, you can rent it or you can buy it or you can just do what Haas does and buy 1300 fucking movies and always have access to it. <laughs> or just hack his account. But what's the average cost of a movie? I mean, Cass and I, Cass and I did the math. Um, we, we, let's, let's say, let's say 20, let's say 10 bucks, 10 to 12 bucks. So you do the math on what you spent to get 1300 yeah. movies. He doesn't I, we, want we did. To. We, we, did. we did. <laughs> we did. I'm good. It makes me happy. The That's only one he cares about is Hudson Hawk. So let's well, be not honest. The only one. It's not the only one I care about. I've got a few on there. Top, I care about top three, top three, all of his James Bond three. and Hudson Hawk. Sure. <laughs> um, all right, so what else we got? All right, so that's movies, music, television, obviously cable TV going by the wayside. Nobody wants to watch the test pattern at midnight anymore when a cable channel turns off. Uh, news cycles 24-7 as opposed to what it used to be. So and, well, we kind of we kind of dabbled on video games, right? Like, I mean, that's yeah. become a very different uh, platform and way things yeah, are done. Absolutely. Like, when was the last time you walked into a video game store and bought a video game? I, everything's digital now. I don't, I don't honestly yeah, remember. I mean, yeah. Other than like your Best Buys, which sell obviously other things. I mean, GameStop's the only one left. Uh, but, but if you even go into a Best primarily Buy in the United now. States, anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you go into a Best Buy now, I mean, the the it's, selection of, of music, DVDs, or video games is so small compared to what it used to be. Yeah, um, you, you really yeah. can't even find. It. I mean, but, music used to take up a huge section. Oh, it was a large <laughs> footprint. Yeah, and now it's like. Maybe two shelves, if that. Well, yeah, I mean, now that's been replaced with like drones, phones, you know, yeah. accessories to, for phones. Right. I will <laughs> say this about video games. I think the biggest downgrade in video game history has to be, for me personally, that split screen, you, you can't really play split screen anymore. And I used to love like when zombies first came around in, I think, Call of Duty Black Ops. World at War was the first one, but yeah. Um, I used to love playing split that Call of Duty Zombies on split screen because it was so much fun because you had your friends there. It's funny you say that. I know. Isn't it every fun time when you we have, when, when you have friends that play zombies yeah. with you. I remember those days. <laughs> I do that. Excuse me. Excuse I do me. That. You have oh, friends that play don't zombies. You excuse me. You haven't See. been on it how long? Five months at least. I've had some shit going <laughs> on. You better be speaking Let's German fluent, motherfucker. Okay, it's coming to an end. I'm best in Deutsch. That's right. Sprechen Deutsch. It's coming to an end. He'll be back. I feel I mean, My Deutsch is I'm best in four or five months. Oh, See, yeah. you don't need to study. We can just stay on all night. <laughs> you You've got this. Dad, you and I tried to play split screen pretty it's recently. Hard. And it's you, hard. like, we both, yeah, we both yeah. were like, this is basically unplayable. Uh, you be on your TV. I want to be on my TV. I want the whole screen all to my, my yeah. onesie. When I don't want to lose that peripheral. It's, it's yeah. really hard to yeah. keep the same awareness. That but we didn't think anything loss. of it. Yeah, but when it first came out, we didn't think anything of it. The split screen. It was just, that was the no. natural way of things. Because nobody, not a lot of people really play split screen anymore. They play on their own game system and connect. Like, Dad, I know you and I, you will be out in the family room. I'll be in my room on my Xbox. And you can play. And we have played a game together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you don't sacrifice real estate, you know, the visual real estate to be able to do that. 
Yeah. Although it is still a thing we like to do when we get together, we still like to play FIFA or a we sports do. game or something. I mean, that's still one of the number one things we like to do when we get together is play in the same room together. Like we, we were fortunate enough. Yeah. In 2019, when we were at the, uh, the mama and papa Haas there in Atlanta, we played right there, all of us. And it was like, Oh, I'm done. Swap out, give somebody else the controller and you go to town. And then, you know, it's just kind of a round Robin thing there. There's something about it. And maybe it's the nostalgia. And I know we did a nostalgia episode, Maybe there is something nostalgic about it, being able to be together and play that yeah, kind of takes you back. I don't even know if it's the nostalgia. It's the social aspect of it, I think, right? But I said it was nostalgia. Well, it can well, be both. Like we used it to can play... be two things. It can be two things. It's okay. We but I think the... You can be and... Mac and still be a bottom. It's okay. You can be two things. <laughs> you should start keeping like a tally of, of these Mac jokes. Being a, how many? Yeah, I mean, it happens often. It's frequent. Um, but I remember like we and used Grinch to play missed a game. it. Oh, it was hysterical and you missed it. I'm sorry. Oh, these guys you're lost. <laughs> You'll listen back to it. You'll hear it. You'll fucking die. It's perfect. Cut and paste and send it back. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, what were we gonna say, Flash? I remember we used to play games and it's like so, it was dad, it'd be you, me, and the other one. I don't even know her name. I don't even know her name. <laughs> but we would sit your around. Sis- and, your sister? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, she's wherever, whoever that is. The not flash. <laughs> the she doesn't listen to play. this anyway. You're fine. You say I whatever know. you want. The three of us would play. A, uh, be playing a game. And when somebody died, you would have to hand the controller off. And because I was so much younger and I didn't really have a grasp of video games at the time i would get the controller and only have it for like 30 seconds and yeah, then exactly. i'd have to give it to someone else and that's why everybody <laughs> would want to give you the controller because like she's gonna be dead soon and i'll be back in <laughs> here uh yeah, i know I, how you feel flash <laughs> mac doesn't like playing shooter games with us i've gotten better i think grinch you'd have to tell me one way or the other i think i've gotten better at You've my shooter better. Uh, yeah, uh, I like how he just says you've gotten better. He didn't say you were good. Said, you've gotten, I know I'm not better. good. That's that's all you asked me to confirm. That's right. I, I admitted that you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, Do you want me to confirm Mac is not good? Yes. <laughs> that motherfucker can drive the hell out of a jet ski though, or uh, a snowmobile. Point, is is that's one of the things that has led to a lot of this stuff, right? Is is network connectivity to the house, right? Right. I mean, you think about, you know, trying to do online gaming and shit, you know, with 56K modems, you know, when we first, you know, got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then your mom picked up the phone and kicked you off the game. Mom, right? get off the well, fucking phone. And, you know, and all those now, games were analog at the yeah. time. Yeah. You entered commands to create an action, but you didn't visually like see. Right. Much it was text based. Yes. Yeah. Um, but now you? you look at, you know, you've got gigabit to the house and. I mean, just amazing speeds. You can have multiple people playing games, streaming, you know, TV shows and shit and not, and not even miss a beat. Right. Um, now, of course, it won't help you download Tiny Teen any, any faster, apparently. But. No, because it's your game system is slow. And that's one of the things I, I think is interesting is if you look at our generation, the Gen X, and you jump millennial to Gen Z, like the gap that exists between how we consume media and how Gen Z consumes media is wildly different. But if you step back from our generation to baby boomers, our parents, their consumption of media and ours is almost unappreciable. Like as they had records, we had cassette, to, you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't a huge difference, but obviously as technology caught yeah. up and we get to Gen Z's, it is just so wildly different in terms of how we consume media from movies, music, television, well, social media, and all of that. 
think and, and it's that's, kind of stagnated. Well, maybe now, but that, that's yeah. what you and I were talking about was like, my parents is really no difference in terms of how they got media, mm-hmm. right? They put an eight track in the car. I put a cassette in the car. Really no difference in terms of the you media wanted to, You wanted to buy something. You had to go to a store and get it. You well, had to go to I a mean, store and get pick it. Pick up your phone and have it instantly. A couple other facets we haven't really discussed as well related to this is accessibility. I mean, even your jobs can get a hold of you almost anytime, whether it's through various apps or some other communication methods, because you're always with this thing, you know. Right. But also, I mean, I, I admit I'm guilty of this, although there are times where I do en- enjoy just checking out. I cannot stand sitting and waiting on something without something to do to kill the time. And ironically, I don't really even play games on my phone. I don't have any on my phone, right. but I'll sit and read articles. I'll check the news. I'll go to YouTube. I'll do whatever. I cannot stand having nothing to do while I wait. What about reading books? <laughs> See, are you I guys, think, I can, are you guys I think I'm okay with like, I can sit mm-hmm. and people watch. Like if I'm at the airport, I can just sit and watch. A- airport's people. one yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> airport's a little different, little different. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, having that time to check out it, it is a good thing because like you said, you know, we're, we're t- and we're kind of veering off of the original topic, but right. Um, so know, let's stay on topic. We're, we're t- I'm going to finish my goddamn thought. <laughs> uh, we're tied to that thing. Are you though? Now. Am I going to let you? Exactly. So I want to ask a question of the group real quick, because. The Flash does that's this. All I, that's, that's all he has to say about that's that. That's all he's got to say about that. I just made sure that. The Flash will sit Mac, in. I really wanted to hear where you were going. With no, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. We're trying to play up to him. We'll, we'll talk later when we're playing. Yeah, offline. You do that. <laughs> when you get it downloaded. The Flash will sit on the couch while there's a movie or a TV show going, and she is watching her phone, another movie or TV or whatever. Do any of y'all do that? Or like when something's on or you engaged Watch a that? TV show on my phone while I'm watching no, a but movie but, on TV? Right. Mrs. Haas and daughter Haas, we'll, they'll have something on the television and they'll both be on their phones playing like, games, like or reading, reading stuff articles, or playing games. They're like, or watching hey. TikTok or whatever. I'm like, they're no, like, hey, hey let's hey, watch hey, something yet. as a family. If and then it, you're like, and worse yet, oh, who is that guy? Well, if you fucking been watching, <laughs> <laughs> shit, what's That's happening? Right. Uh, That's right. You are on your own now. I've actually got together. I've got the other room because I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, let's watch mm-hmm. something or, as a family. And I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm the only one, only one watching. Yeah. <laughs> what am I like doing? Max said, I'm just sitting there going, I swear to God, if I get if she asks, about a I'm plot trying. point, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> well, and again, the Flash knows this as, as we have a third party that will walk into the room just out of obscurity and go, hey, what's going on with this show? And it's like, eh, you haven't been in the room. So I'm not going to fucking I'm answer that gonna, question. Right. Yeah. Go, 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 start I, watching I, it over. I'm not your previously on. <laughs> That's exactly. That's not how this works. Thor breaks out his voice. And here we have. <laughs> uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, and again, have to be respectful of time. Um, you know, Flash, we appreciate you coming on and talking about this. Was it a debate? No, not really. Are there differences? A hundred percent. There are differences. I, I, there are days where I kind of pine for the way things used to be. Uh, I mean, like I said, going into an arcade, hanging out with the friends, doing stuff like that. Cause it was an event. It was, there was that social aspect, which you don't get now. Yeah, and that's one of the gonna... things. Go ahead. Sorry. No, was, that's one of the things I think like is lost on you flash is you don't know what that's like yeah. because you haven't done that. Right. That doesn't exist for you now. Like there's one here where we live in Tarpon, what it's called an arcade museum, I think is actually what it's called. 
and it's an arcade, but they call it a museum. And it's like, really? That that's what you fucking well, name it? And if you go into an arcade now, I mean, it's it's all like slot machines and shit. It's not, you know, that that's what they call arcades now. No, it's well, it's yeah. like I mean, or they call like, it a fucking museum. <laughs> but it is it's like pac-man it's all the games you played yeah. as a kid but it's like they're calling it a museum like it's it's like uh you know obviously in the past and and you know things are so much differently so it's a museum it's like wait what i will say Dungeons and dragons um like game rooms have been popping up though and like I, you, I guess you get like a membership or something and you can use it you can meet your group everything's there going subscription table. based yeah. now isn't it yeah. yeah so like there's yeah there's a uh, a game store here in uh in town um and they do that they'll do like weekend you know yeah i guess like the role-playing games and stuff where you can come in and run a table yeah they'll do like the miniature stuff warhammer that yeah Uh, i'm gonna take your word on that because i never played any of that so um How are we still friends, man? I really don't get it between that and Tiny Tina. Um, yeah, what do you do? What do you bring to the table? That, that wound Not is much. still very open and just. I know. I just keep drumming, just hemorrhaging out. salt in it. Yes. I, I try to make connections with you on movies. You're like, I hadn't seen it. And I'm like, what? You said one of the things here is not like the others. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, look, at the it's end of the day. Is it because every top needs a bottom? Yes. <laughs> MacBottom003 at gmail.com if you're interested. <laughs> Which will also be the login. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> That's hey, right. man, how Whenever... did you guess my Apple account login? <laughs> That's it. Uh, uh, as always, I want to say thank you to our guest and, and obviously all of the gentlemen here to the uh, Yanetes, the horseman. Thank you for being here. Thank you for tolerating the flash yet again for the fifth time. <laughs> as oh, was, we haven't done that Mac- yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah if it wasn't copyright i could play it on here but unfortunately queen owns the rights to it and so i i can't oh i mean you so can't legal can. says you should not right thank you uh but yeah thank you flash for coming on here and all of our listeners for for you know tuning in maybe you think about you know how do you consume media if you're older like us if you're younger if you're a gen z a millennial maybe you're a boomer um you know, it's how your approach to media, how you consume it and what those differences are. But, you know, feel free to check out our website at dispirited.com. All of the drinks that we have here. I'm sorry. What was it? A, I almost said Bavarian, Belgian, Brazilian, Brazilian lemonade, <laughs> Brazilian, lemonade. Uh, Brazilian wax lemonade, uh, frozen. flash frozen, flash frozen. That she <laughs> um, and then Mac in his straight tequila sunrise for the first time ever, ever. With curves. Uh, with a little curve. Um, but yeah, check out all the drinks that we have here. You can drop us a line, topic you'd like us to debate, or you can hit us up at the full horseman at spiriteddebate.com. Uh, you know, let us know a topic you'd like us to debate. We'll get you on like the flash here and you can debate that topic. And you know, we'll make you part of the family. We'll bring you into the After studio. an intense screening process. That's right. We'll make you feel welcome. <laughs> Thankfully, you don't have to live with me. If you if you're a listener, you don't have to live with me. You don't got to tolerate me like she does. Yeah. Um uh, and the words of the day, empty nest. Let's make that happen. Uh, love you too, Dad. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yes. So, Flash, thank you for being here. I love Don't you, gentlemen. F- firm, deep keister. <laughs> firm, deep, firm keister. Uh, yes, my, my, my delicious, and of course, it's gone. My delicious um, starfish excavation. Yes. Chocolate starfish. There it is. Yep. I'm sorry, I don't have any ice hoss. I apologize. No, no, but that still it still works. I mean, it's that's that's about the right, you know. It's like it's it's <laughs> you know, it works. So, as always, 
Thank you. Uh, love doing this with you guys week in and week out. And we will do this again next week. Okay. All right. So, and we will do this again next week. information or opinions expressed during the Aspirated Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the host or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of Aspirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.